All right, so we're here with the newest, I guess I can't say that because if people watch it out of order, but we're here with the Bot World podcast and we're here with Malai. And tell us a little bit about your yourself and what you're working on right now. Okay, I, I know that Dan had a smile on his face when he said my name. I have a longer name, so he can't pronounce it, so I'm going to pronounce it myself. I'm Malai Kanan Sankar Subbu, founder and CTO of Datalog.ai. We just released our product, MyPoly, in closed beta, or rather we should call it open beta right now since we have opened it for most folks. So yeah. Yeah, we just got a kind of a whirlwind tour through Catherine, um, who's building her baby group bot, which I thought was pretty cool. I actually, for the first time, saw the interface today, and it feels like super intuitive and uh, an awesome way for both new bot developers and experts to kind of you know, dive in and, and create robust bots, right? Yep, that's correct. Um, so the problem with like, you know, bots as such is like, you, know, you get both kinds of audience, people who are not developers, who are business oriented, mm -hmm. and people who are developers too. So you need to satisfy both kinds of audience if you want to like have a bot platform which is successful and which has an adoption. So we are going after both market right. uh, as we speak. So uh, when you look at a business uh, savvy uh, person, uh, they don't want to write a lot of code to build a bot. So, and again, conversation is a flow. So you need to have a flow manager or something of that sort, a flow builder for them to build a bot so that it's intuitive enough to show which way a conversation goes. So it supports that. At the same time, if someone wants to write a code and all those things, it supports that aspect too. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I guess you're probably not going to talk numbers uh, right now because you just launched. Um, so what is your the next step for MyPoly? Like what, where are you? What direction are you headed in? Okay, So we heavily focus on natural language understanding, natural language processing, that's our key area. We feel like you know uh, that's one frontier what uh, every business should uh, go after. Uh, the reason being, I mean like you know, when you have a structured website or something, you try to feed or force your structure on a consumer. You're not really listening to your consumer, what the needs are. Um, so what really happens is uh, in that case, uh, you try to segment the consumer on what you think the consumer wants, but that's not the case. If you let consumers to say what they want, then probably you have a better understanding of what the consumer really wants and you segment them better. That's a holy grail for any business. For that to happen, you need to have a conversational interface. You right. can't just use a user, user interface to do something. So that's what we are uh, trying to achieve. Uh, enable businesses to have chatbots as a mean to have a conversational interface, right. using which they can understand more about their consumers, so they can build a better product and address the right segment. So like the, the big idea there is that conversational agents or chatbots really enable uh, a smaller feedback loop, a quicker feedback loop, yep. right? So your customers can come to your site, check out your product, and give their opinion and feedback right there. Yep, yep, they do. and. Uh, Usually what happens is there's a, a last mile in uh, anything, right? So I, the reason why I go to a store to buy something, I mean, if I want to go to an outdoor store, most times I go to an outdoor store to buy stuff. Uh, my wife yells at me, but that's okay. That's what I do. Um, so the reason why I go there is if I want to buy a tent, I want to ask someone there who has already experienced it to understand like whether it will work in certain conditions, whether it will not work in certain conditions. Yes, I can read through all the reviews online, try to do that, mm -hmm. but very, very time consuming. Right. And, and reviews have a cold start problem. Your product may be extremely good, but if there's a new product, it's not going to have reviews. Probably the salesperson would have used it somewhere and, and tried it. So if you can build that kind of a natural um, conversation in there where it can answer all your questions and what it is and stuff like that, hell yeah, you can integrate reviews in that too. They can right. go through the reviews, read it right there, 
there and then decide whether they want to make a purchase or not then you can give them a link for them to go make the purchase in your website or wherever it is mm -hmm. so you kind of solve that problem where like you know you can move more into a natural way of buying things rather than a structured way of buying things right and also a more diverse way of buying things yes because yes. chatbots can be on multiple platforms yep uh, so you have more distribution and access to a wider audience, right? Uh, it's opening up new sales channel, yeah. right? Okay, so now you have a, uh, your website as one of your sales channel to sell stuff. Uh, okay, so what really happens um, is only the certain number of hits which comes to your website. Think of uh, Facebook as one of the platforms where you can actually sell your products. It has like two billion uh, consumers or users, active users, uh, in their uh, system, right? Now, which is opening your product up for two billion uh, users. So that's the key. Right. So, yeah. So I guess from from there, that's that's my poly in a nutshell. The chatbots in a nutshell. But your role at my poly is CTO. Yes. And my poly does some really cool stuff behind the scenes, right? So yep. so let's talk about your background, right, and how you got to here. Sure. So yeah, I come from a high performance computing background. What is uh, that? So running process on multiple servers or multiple machines and coordinating things together. Uh, started uh, before the, the term um, uh, Hadoop came into picture, mm. implemented Jeff Dean's paper to start with. I was really hooked on to see uh, what it can really do, right? That kind of gave me a start on where things are. I slowly moved into this progression where, okay, I have a lot of data. I worked in, for some of the largest companies around. So you have a lot of data. What do you really do? You have to compute it. You have to make some sense of the data. Right. So we built some cool models on it uh, and stuff. Okay, I was living in Michigan. I was always thought, like, you know, I was catching up to technology then rather than being on the forefront of technology. So decided that we are going to move to San Francisco. I uprooted my whole family and moved from Michigan to San Francisco. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, so yeah, and we founded the company, Datalog.ai, and, uh, and we released our product, MyPoly. So is your role primarily focused on uh, NLU, which is comprised of like machine learning, deep learning models? Yes. What, what exactly are you focused on? So um, language is beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. But the la at the same time, language is very complicated to understand. Yeah. That's what we focus on, understanding language, which is natural language understanding. Mm -hmm. So there's a proper definition for it, which is extracting structured text from unstructured data. So you have, uh, so, okay, um, when a bot builder wants to build a bot, what is the first problem they have? They don't have millions and millions of samples. Most bot builders are indie bot builders, right? Mm -hmm. they, they don't have that luxury to right. have that kind of a- They don't have the uh, Google data, the Amazon exactly, data. Exactly, right? Yeah. So if you have that, probably you can fit a deep learning model right there for them and they can run it themselves. Right. But it's not the case. So you need to have a tool which enables developers or bot builders who have little data to start at some point, right? And get a good level of accuracy. And after that, like, you know, more data it comes, it gets, it can improve on it. So mm -hmm. that's what we have done. Uh, so we have built an uh, NLU solution, which works on little data as possible. Um, little is a very relative term. What it means is it can work well uh, with like 50 samples or whatever to get a decent level of accuracy. Mm -hmm. But more samples you add, it's gonna get better. Yeah. It's as simple as that, but you don't need a lot of samples to start. So we have a topic selector, um, which others call as intent. Uh, so it's gonna nudge your conversation into a different direction. Uh, it trains on little data. And the next thing is for you to make an action of anything, you need to extract entities out of something, right? right? Uh, okay, I wanna, let's say I wanna book an Uber, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I say like I want to uh, book an Uber at 9 p.m. today. And that's so. What is that I need to use for booking an Uber? I need a from address, 
I probably need a two address and uh, what time I need it, right? Mm -hmm. Or most probably immediately, whatever. So I need to extract those entities for me to call that Uber API to make a, a, a action, right? And that's what we support. We extract entities out of things and we support extracting custom entities. It's not like, you know, I, I say like, okay, these are the 15 entities what you can really extract from my like predefined. system, predefined. No, right. we don't. We actually support custom entities. Cool. What it, so uh, in, this, in this case, you can enter two addresses, right? And it has to find out what is a from address and what is a to address. And the other thing what we have seen uh, from, from interacting with other bots is, you can't have just like you know, one conversation, just like, you know, it's not a question and answer thing. You need to remember state, you need to keep state of things, so you don't ask the same question again. I say like I'm uh, looking for a flight status, right? I say, okay, I'm flying from uh, here to New York, um, so I found my status, it says like, oh, if flight leaves on time, you better uh, get to airport now. Then the next step is, I'm saying like, okay, what's the weather? Now, I don't care about the weather in San Francisco right now. I care about the weather in New York, which is very fickle during this time of the, the year. It's spring, right? Like, it can go either way, so I need to know whether I need to take a jacket or what. So, that intelligence should be already built in, or it can be built by the bot builder, but you need to give them tools to build it easily, so we don't ask the user the same question, oh, what location you need the weather for, you already know that. Right. So you need to enable all those things for bot builders to build really good bots. If you do that, the adoption for chatbots will increase. Yeah. So what do you think is kind of undervalued right now that you think needs more exposure in terms of technology? What do you think is cool that most people don't appreciate? So definitely natural language understanding, that's yeah. what I, I think. I mean, like, you know, um, so that is one area definitely that needs some uh, exposure uh, understanding for bot builders as such to see how cool they can build bots. Right. Bots need not be just about like you know, extracting intent and getting done. You can actually do a lot more steps after that. That has to be uh, spread around. And the concept of maintaining state, right? Good developers can do that even now. Okay, so they have a way. I mean, like you now they can maintain state and all those things. But we inherently give a. Uh, a way for them to do it, make it easy for mm -hmm. them to do it. So I would rather concentrate on building my bot rather than worrying about how I'm going to maintain my state. So, so. what do you think is going to happen next? Like, what's what's going to be hot? Uh, from, okay, so hot, uh, I mean, you can classify hot in a lot of ways, yeah, right? Sure. So for me, what is going to be the, the next frontier for at yep. least in the space what we are working on is generalizing well with little data. Right. You For any deep learning system right now, you need tons and tons massive of data, right? Data. massive amounts yeah. of data. Uh, I mean, like you know, some of our models, we compute on like you know a billion sentences yeah. to, to get things to work. Uh, and that seems to be like the, the lack of data seems to be the barrier to entry for a lot of startups. Yes. Like they come in, they're like, ah, machine learning can solve this if only I had the data. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so that is one, right? Like, you know, so generalizing well on uh, little data. That's going to be a key. How do we like you know go about doing that? Uh, that's something which we are actively pursuing, and one of those things is what you're seeing in the the bot framework or bot builder, my poly. Uh, so that's going to be very hard. Are you thinking about releasing that as a paper or uh, a service or open sourcing it at so all? So we are thinking of opening it as a REST API for okay. other NLU. Uh, if somebody wants to build it, right. uh, build it using that. Right. Um, I think uh, as a start of the most tough thing is like not writing a code is figuring out your pricing model. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we don't know where we are. Yeah. And to answer the open sourcing stuff, uh, we do have open source a lot of stuff. Recon Shop is one of those things which we actually use to build this. So someone is interested, take a look at our GitHub, uh, 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 it's there. And we are in the process of open sourcing a lot of other things uh, which are used to build this uh, tools. Cool. So someone is interested, they can always like, you know, go build their own thing. 
All right, so now we'll talk about something a little more casual about your big vision of the future. Like, where do you think this is all going to head and what does that look like, right? Okay, uh, so probably we'll see more conversation-based interfaces in every device we own and mm -hmm. things. Uh, for me, the biggest thing what I see would be on a car, yeah. right? Now, there are rules which have come out which says you can't use your cell phone uh, in car, right? Mm -hmm. But still, we would like to be connected. Yeah. Like, you know, we still want to know what is going on and all those things. So if you want to have a conversation with a car, then um, you need to get that conversation interface going within the car, right? Well, that is one. Uh, the second thing is, yeah, if you have an internet, you, if it's an IoT-based device, it works well. If you're going to call a server, you're going to get a response and all those things. But even in uh, you, uh, America here in US, not a lot of places have like you know good uh, internet connection when you go interior. If you want something to work there, we have to still think about how we can work only on that device alone, right. not making a call. That's going to be hot. So like until we have ubiquitous internet, we have to think about local processing and... Exactly, exactly. Right now everything is based on IoT. And the other thing is like, you know, uh, so far all these deep learning models and everything, we all wanted to figure out how to make it work, right? Like, you know, data, like, you know, speed. But now we have to think about how to compress it to put it in uh, this thing. So there are things which are going to go around for compressing the weights, what we call it, what uh, this thing learn, uh, the deep learning or neural network model learns. We call it quantization or compression of weights. Um, that's going to be big, right? Once you're able to figure out how to effectively do that, there are ways to do it even now, but if you're effectively able to do that without losing precision and accuracy, mm -hmm. that's going to be a big thing. So mm -hmm. these are the future things what I see immediately. Yeah. and. Maybe five years from now, there's going to be probably we'll have an AGI. Maybe. Do you think so? Maybe. That's a bold <laughs> statement. You heard it here first. Within five years, maybe. Maybe. Big right? maybe attack. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of lot of guys like in OpenAI, they are pushing that boundary on RL and other yeah. things. Reinforcement learning seems to be the key. It has unlocked few things what we haven't used before. There was a paper which was published by Peter Abiel's group. Uh, you know uh, how using an RL system it learns pretty well, learn language pretty well. Mm -hmm. Those are key uh, areas, right. right? Like, you know, I just said maybe, right? Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm an optimistic guy, right? Like, you, you gotta know, be in this yeah. industry, you know? Yeah, and we have to push the boundary. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, if I don't think it's five years, it's not gonna be done in 50 years, so. Right, yeah. <laughs> so are there any heroes that you have that you like, that you, you know, respect so, in the scene, both living and dead, like? So, uh, okay, yeah, um, so my background, I'm pretty much self-taught on machine learning and deep learning. Yeah. I blog about it and, and contribute in forums. So for me, the biggest shift happened when I took Andrew Wing's course on machine learning mm. in 2012. I was one of the that first batch. That was for a lot of people. Yes, that was one, I was one of the first batch which took yeah. that course. Yeah. So that kind of changed my perspective on how to do things and stuff. Yeah, then uh, definitely a lot of researchers like you know, Jeff Hinton, Joshua Bengio, Jan Likon, all these guys when like deep learning wasn't a, a, a hot and sexy thing to do, they still kept it alive for yeah. us to reap the benefits now. Yeah. So that's huge, tremendous respect. And there are like you know, young researchers like you know Ian Goodfellow, uh, uh, Jason Yosinski, uh, Jeff Kloon, all these guys. I mean, like you know, they're doing some cutting edge work. Uh, Thomas Mikalov, I mean, like you know, he really pushed the boundary on embeddings. All these guys, I look up to. I read a lot about them. All the papers, I probably missed some uh, here telling, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of researchers who I uh, uh, read and uh, stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, I always look up to these guys to see what they are up to and what kind of stuff they're working on. And definitely Andre Karpati, who can miss him. Yeah, yeah, cool. So is there anything else you want to talk about before we 
Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, I think like you know, try our product, MyPoly out, yeah. and uh, let us know the feedback. We are actively listening to users' feedback. Cool. That's the only way to improve uh, the product. So yeah, thank, thanks, thanks for. And, and if to people me. want to reach out to you, yeah. So uh, there's a, a Facebook group called uh, MyPoly Beta. You can use that to mm -hmm. reach out. That's one good way. Um, and the other thing is probably you can find me in LinkedIn uh, if you okay. can spell my full name. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll write it out. Yeah, yeah that's great. Uh, so cool. yeah. And uh, yeah, and the, the group is the best way to reach out. And most probably, one, most people, when, once they get onto the group, they they ping me mm -hmm. uh, in Messenger. So. Yeah. So this episode was actually filmed uh, on location at my Polly's offices, where we're having our Sunday Hack Day, yep. and we're getting a bunch of people out that are hacking on bots and AI and machine learning and uh, distributed applications and cryptocurrency. You know, uh, anyone pushing the boundaries of, of what's happening right now. So if you're out there and you're in San Francisco and you're listening to this, you should stop by, check us out. Uh, we don't have a website yet, but we're on Facebook. So if you just look up Hack Days, you can probably find us. Um, I'm Dan Gailey, uh, CEO I'm of RadBots, and this is Bot World Podcast. And yeah, I'm Malai. Uh, yeah, try good, good luck spelling my last name. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yep. All right.